Hello guys and welcome back to my fanfic readings. I love doing these. Honestly, I look forward to doing these like every two weeks. So I'm back and I have a fun little story. Uh fun note. Um this was in a way a very angry fanfic and very irritated fanfic. Uh not with the character itself, but people's portrayal of him. And I do love him, don't get me wrong, this is a anonymous fanfic, but I think that people over-romanticize him a little too much. Like when you, when you like a toxic anime character, you know they're toxic, right? Like, I know, you just you know, they're, oh, they're a bad guy, they're a bad guy, okay, you get it. But there are some people who see like a decent dude and it's like, oh, he's not particularly bad, but you can see under the surface, you can see like, hey, this guy might have some toxic traits. And this is kind of my, um, F you on Nanami stands. <laughs> I love Nanami. <laughs> but it's also like, hey, uh, he might not always be perfect. And this is the fanfic I created because of that. So, long intro short, let's have some fun. The title is The Two Faces of Nanami, available on AO3. Please see the link down below. I can do this. I, I can do this. I chanted my head. There's no going back now. But my stomach flip-flopped with anxiety. Now is the time. And I fixed my suede skirt, tucking it down. My heels clicking on the tile floor as I walked into his office. Mr. Kento's office door filled my heart with fear. Would he be angry? Would he be hurt? I tried not to crinkle the resignation letter. It's been three years since I started here. My heart is always holding on hope that one day Mr. Nanami Kento will once notice me for more than just a diligent secretary that I am, but the bad bitch that I am. I received another job offer, making more than I made here. And I can't let my desire to be fucked by this man over his desk cloud my judgment. I knock on the door, waiting for him to answer. Come in. Excuse me, sir. I said, walking in. Uh, Miss Rodriguez. He looked up from his three screens on his desk as the thin blue light glasses slipped down his nose. The smell of duo savage. His signature scent made the hair at the back of my neck stand. I walked over the red carpet, the window's dim light letting me know it was almost night. Most of the people had left at five, but we tended to stay late always. His navy blue suit and long hard tie looked fun in an otherwise serious man. Hello, Mr. Kento. Could we talk? His brows knitted together, concern evident on his face. He shut his laptop, making the other two screens turn blue. Of course. Please sit. I took a seat as he rested his chin on his thumb. He removed the glasses and with another hand, sitting them next to his keyboard. His hands intertwined at the elbows raised on his desk, waiting. I placed my letter upside down on his desk. Um, 
Before I say anything, I'd like to say that I have really enjoyed working with you. I think you're a great boss. I looked into his green eyes. It had to be done, and today was the day. Thank you, Ms. Rodriguez, but why are you here? I doubt you're here to give me a pat on the back. Even through my nerves, he made me crack a smile. He did know me better than that. Yes, I am here to let you know that I will be resigning. I pushed a letter towards him. This is my two-week notice. I hope you don't take it personally. I feel like it's time for me to be moving on. He frowned. He looked down at the letter and sighed. The silence was so loud it could break glass. Slowly, Mr. Kento picked up the letter. He read through it, silently his eyes reading each word. It hurt more than I thought it would. I wish he could wrap his arms around me and beg me not to go. But I knew that would never be the case. I will assist in training and I will continue to do my job till the last day. How long could I hope I'd hope for this man? But he didn't say anything as time ticked by. I understand Ms. Rodriguez. It's going to be upsetting to see you go. But I only hope the best for you. I only ask that you not be a stranger. And if you choose to come back, you will always have a place here. I smiled, but I couldn't meet his gaze. The first week went by slowly. The awkward feeling of severing ties of slow yet mournful goodbyes. The anxiety of a new job looming in the near future. Yet the last week came and I was feeling more ready and excited to start anew. I had bought new outfits from a more casual job. It was a smaller company and I was to start as a new supervisor of data collections department. I had begun the paperwork ready and mentally preparing before I knew it the last day was here. Mrs. Ramirez made a little goodbye cake, which I shared with my department. I got a lot of tearful goodbyes and social media handles. But what I had wanted to say was goodbye to Mr. Kento, at least before I left. And maybe drop a subtle flirt before I go. I let everyone leave before knocking on Mr. Kento's door. I had barely seen him, but that's nothing new, as he was usually out and about for meetings. With my company ID and phone in one hand, ready to set it on his desk. Come in, Ms. Rodriguez. I laughed softly. Of course he knows me. I swung the door open, letting it close itself behind me. Hey, Mr. Kensel, I said quickly as I walked up to his desk, placing my phone and ID on his desk. This was the last time I would smell this YSL cologne. The scent of fruits and roses that went well with this casual red cashmere sweater. So, this is it. His eyes looked up, his lips tight. Yes, I said with a heavy smile. You have been wonderful, honestly. I mean, 
as have you. I, I miss working with you and the company. It was like a breakup. I could feel the tears wanting to leap from my eyes. I knew it was illogical. I knew there was never anything but professionalism between us. But three years were three years. It crushed for such a long time. The desire that had built up behind the scenes, untold but always present. I wiped my tears and began to lean on the edges of my eyes. Don't cry. He said it so gently. But I couldn't stop my tears from falling. I wiped them away and they were nice and round glimmering droplets on my almond shaped nails. I didn't notice he was standing in front of me, his arms around me pulling me to his chest. My nose inhaled his scent, my face contorted by the soft blanket feel of his sweater. I rubbed my face into him, letting myself be bold. I held on to him tight, not wanting this moment to end. I had often dreamed of this moment, not knowing that this would be the way this moment would come true, with a teary and sorrowful goodbye. I love you. The words spilled from my mouth, and I felt him stiffen. But he didn't back away, and I might as well continue. I I'm... I've been wanting you for three years now. I wanted your arms around me and to be fucked by you and your desk now and forever. He didn't say anything, not a single word. I wish I would have said this earlier, but you were the reason I didn't say anyone. You were the reason I stayed late. It's because I love you and I wanted you and all the little moments that we got to chat together after everyone went home and how you always remembered my orders and how I like my coffee in the morning. Miss Rodriguez, I don't know. Yes, you did. You knew. I, I know you knew. You don't have to lie to me anymore. I'm not your employee. I quit. Talk to me like a woman. He stepped back, leaning against his desk. Fuck, Miss Rodriguez. Give me a second. He leaned over his desk, opening his drawer, pulling out a cigarette and a lighter. He sat properly on his desk, placing a cigarette at the corner of his lips and lighting it. Just answer me. I said finally, impatient. His eyes narrowed as he pushed his blonde hair back, the orange flames in his eyes glowing. You knew this whole time. You fucking knew. I glared at him through my reddened eyes and tear-stained cheeks. What do you want me to say? His voice is professional as always. The truth. I said, trying to use my best office voice, trying to make my expression match. He held the cigarette between his two fingers, inhaling deeply as the ashes fell onto the floor. Yes, I knew. I realized that around two years ago. I hoped it was just a fleeting feeling, so I never persisted with anything. Then reject me. My eyes narrowed. I got closer, looking at him under my nose. 
Do it. Rip off the bandaid. He didn't back down, just stared up at the smoke, obscuring him. Like Hitz always has been, just like him, unobtainable, unstoppable, unwavering. The corners of his mouth lifted. No. The momentary shock left me speechless. Wait. You heard me. I said no and I don't repeat myself, and you should know that after all these years. How could you say that to me? How could you say that to me? I lost control of the volume of my voice, and quickly brought it back to its almost calm state. Why? Because I would give anything to bend you over my desk and fuck you like the bitch in heat you are. My eyes widened. Huh, you think I didn't notice you parading around in mini skirts always dropping something around me? Always smiling a little extra, those eyes of yours practically burning into me. The cute little way you say my name when people leave. Or my favorite way you lean over to look at my laptop pressing those nice round tits on my arm. My cheeks flushed red with indignation. He really did know. Honestly, Miss Rodriguez, do you think I'm stupid or blind or both? Did you really think I was just that thick-headed? He tilted his head up questioningly and pulled another long pull. How was I supposed to know? You never reacted to anything. I spat back. He huffed. It's not like I can't have much of a choice. We are both very much alike. At the end of the day, we are both professionals. Plus, I like this game because it gives me motivation. You gently try to seduce me and here I am pushing you just a little every day. My hand pulled back ready to strike. I pushed my hand forward with all my might, this fucking bastard. He grabbed my wrist before I could connect with his face. I regretted my actions immediately. It was below me to resort to violence. But what was done was done. And he pulled my wrist down until my hand laid flat against the desk. His face millimeters from mine. So here's your chance, fuck me like you want me. Get it out of your system. I didn't know what I was thinking. But our lips met in anger and frustration. Not a hint of gentleness. Our lips locked, biting and nipping, my heart pounding in my ears. This was not what I wanted. Not who I thought he was. But his hands slid down my thighs. His cigarette on the floor, my hands tearing at the soft sweater. His hands cupped the top of my thighs, rubbing in and out, my skirt lifting just a little by little. I felt dirty, as if this was the bottom of the barrel, where the mud had sunk into the earth, and I was more than willing to roll around in it. My breathing began to run low. I pulled my head away, trembling, swelling lips trying to breathe. He pushed my legs closer to his, ripping at my black tights. He shredded them, pulling on the nylon fabric, then going back for more. 
his head between my breasts, licking the tops of them and between. This was not gentle. He was not the kind man who I had once known. The one full of patience and understanding who went on long talks about the importance of learning life lessons. I never thought I'd see the day where the walls of perfection would fall only for me to see a hungry beast in the waiting. Ripping clothes, talking like an asshole who knew it all, was this even the same person? He kissed my neck, his eyes focused on me, shivers went down my spine. No, I should get away, this, this is a red flag. I pushed his shoulders back and he stopped. His body shook as his face laid on my cleavage. I wonder if he was okay, if he was hangry. He's laughing. Is he laughing at me? I knew it. He looked up at me. All bark, no bite. My blood began to boil. I thought so. So pack your things and go. He let go of my legs, fixing my skirt. See you, Ms. Rodriguez. He said, patting my head. My heart sank. I felt like a child. Why? I backed away from him, and he picked himself up and sat in his chair again. I walked out the door and sat at my old desk. Its furnishings now gone, and all that remained was me. I shouldn't have stayed, but he sent chills throughout my body. It's as if as I, I didn't know him and I didn't know myself. What even was that? Why did I become so weak? I should have taken his offer. Fuck. But what do I look like now walking into his office? Okay. It's time to make up my mind to fuck or not to fuck. I remember his touch, his kiss, and the sweet scent that engulfed me. Let's fuck. I grabbed my purse and marched into his office, slamming the door behind me. He raised an eyebrow on his otherwise stoic face, letting my purse fall onto the guest seat, my head held high, my knee hit the top of his desk. I hooked a finger around his necktie with sweater. I pressed my lip against his. His lip responded, parting mine, his tongue exploring me. My hands felt hard nipples to his sweater, and I couldn't help but to rub them until they hardened even more. All the while, our mouths never lost contact. The passion of his lips and I crashing together. The kiss broke into a series of smaller kisses that had me gasping for breath. Desire not yet quenched, I tugged off his clothes which made him smack my hands, making me stop like a petulant child. What was that for? Don't, don't be so greedy. It's your fault. I'm here wasting time. His front eyebrows made dark shadows fall upon his lids, giving me a menacing run for my money. So, 
what would you like me to do to make fun for it? I said, needing to be more confident. So I mustered up my most professional smile. So I'd like to thank you guys for joining me. Um, it wasn't too bad to record. It was actually kind of fun. And um, I hope the Nanami stands don't come after me. I, I do like Nanami, I promise. Bye.